entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and yes, potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. Entrepreneur, today we are going to talk about how to consistently generate income-producing assets and/or resources that you and I can strategically leverage pretty much from now on. Ladies and gentlemen, pardon me. I'll tell you what uh, it's kind of inspired this particular uh, episode. A contact of mine, Mark uh, Lee, as we'll give him uh, credit, it's much deserved. Mark is a uh, program manager, a master entrepreneur. He's been in uh, podcasting, television, and radio. His parents used to own a uh, radio station uh, here in uh, the States. And I was fortunate enough to be invited to be a guest on his podcast, uh, let's see, four or five months ago. And during the, you know, pre-recording session, as we, uh, you know, we're getting to know each other and asking each other questions, he shared that he actually is involved, well, at that time, he was going to be involved in a situation with this uh, media conglomerate that was going to have international scope and that he wanted me somehow to be part of it, which I, you know, I thought was just incredibly fabulous. Well, long story short, I just got an email from Mark about three or four days ago. And he basically wanted to pick up where we left off. And in fact, I hadn't even realized that he had uh, published the uh, episode that I was on. It's already up on YouTube. I didn't even realize this. So I'm going to be sharing that on LinkedIn. And speaking of LinkedIn, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on LinkedIn, let's get connected and let's start sharing and liking each other's content. That way we move up in the algorithm. Now, to get on with this, how to uh, go about generating income producing assets. Ladies and gentlemen, sadly, most business owners and service providers, especially retail business owners, they, uh, even the ones that are uh, non-franchise, have a tendency to not go very deep in terms of the relationship with their customer. They may get on a first name basis with a handful of their customers, uh, but beyond that, they really don't kind of know what's going on in their lives. Like, I guess if you're like a hardware store, you'd know who the uh, handyman and women are in your area and the plumbers because pardon me they come in looking for a specific uh, inventory you know to take care of their buildings or their clients buildings and this sort of thing but in terms of retail like say for instance a non-franchised uh, retail jewelry store say single location they tend to what I uh, like to refer to as they treat their business like a one-night stand and what I mean by that is they just jump from first-time customer to first-time customer to first-time customer, not realizing, or perhaps they do realize and just don't know they have alternatives, how outrageously expensive this proposition is. Like, for instance, they mainly, if they're online and they're using PPC, pay-per-click, uh, advertising campaigns, ladies and gentlemen, I can guarantee you, they are paying on average anywhere from, say, a low of $10 to anywhere to $50 per click and we're just getting started 
Now you think about that. If you're paying $30 a click, how much is 20 clicks? And if, boy, if you're driving cold traffic, in other words, visitors who don't know anything about you directly to your brochure-like website and you're not attempting to collect email uh, addresses, or you know, ladies and gentlemen, you'd be lucky if one out of a hundred, and I think that's a, that figures on the, the low side, but you'd be lucky if one out of a hundred purchased anything, and even if they did, let's say you got 30 clicks at $20 a click, and one person buys something, you probably won't even break even, especially if they're one and done. So, and that, you know, you see these, these local uh, retailers, these mom and pop retailers, I'm talking about, again, primarily uh, these uh, uh, retail jewelry store owners. They will pay, I, well, they might think of it as investing, but I don't, but they might pay anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, from 25000 in a more rural area to $75,000 a month for one of these local billboard ad campaigns, and sometimes you see them on the top of uh, cabs, you see them on the side of buses, or sometimes you just see the big giant signs on top of buildings or the sides of buildings, you know, all this other kind of nonsense. And they have to prepay up front. So they may have to go six months out. And they get a slight discount and a little slighter, even better discount for a year. But here's the problem with that. And I always bring this up, but most people don't think about this. They haven't tested this uh, ad, the, the words. And yet they're stuck with a proposition that what if there's something that's four to seven hundred percent more effective? They're never going to find out because they've already committed. So let's use I like to use a standard forty thousand dollars a month. I like to call these things alligators because they're green because they eat money. These campaigns, but I want you to think about this. There is, a, in my opinion, a much better bang for their buck to be had with this. We'll use a couple of scenarios and we'll kind of weave it all together. It'll make sense at the end. You'll see. Now, here's the point. Instead of investing that, let their major competitors blow a ton of money on that sort of thing. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this place for uh, excuse me, this also pertains to newspaper ads, flyers, uh, snail mail, direct postcards, because or index cards. Because again, you you have to before you go headlong into something, you need to inexpensively test, then roll it out, you know, in terms of a major campaign, a direct snail mail campaign. What they tend to do is pick out a zip code and just mail out a bunch of postcards. And let's say they even wanted to test. Well, to test, they're going to have to repay for postage. They're going to have to repay for typesetting. And then they're going to mail it out again, and they'll be lucky if they get a half to 1%. And, and part of that problem is is because they don't know how to write uh, what's in it for me type of headlines that will attract the uh, potential prospects that you know, are their ideal prospects slash customers. So follow this. Tell me how you think this would work. As a contrast to that, instead of investing $40,000 or more in a local billboard ad campaign or full newspaper ad campaign in one of the major newspapers or the throwaway guides, etc., or paying for 20 spots in prime time for local radio or TV, which is outrageously expensive. And ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say this, but it's the truth. For the time you invest in listening to this podcast or any other podcast for that matter, people in your local area, I'm talking about the vendors, the business owners and service providers, 
Some of them have invested in local primetime television and radio ads, and you're not hearing them. You're not seeing them. And yet they paid for that wasted exposure. Now think about how many times they do that in a year. And you can see how much wasted capital and effort are going into these kind of campaigns. So you say, well, okay, Mark, enough with the gloom and doom. What should we do as an alternative? Well, stop and consider this. First of all, let's consider the, the meat and potatoes of what you're doing and why you're doing it. You and I are advertising in a traditional sense to attract pot potential first-time customers, right? Exactly. Well, what I'm suggesting is for that same $40,000 or $25,000 or $10,000, whatever it is, there are any number of far more effective ways to do the exact same thing, get a much bigger bang for your buck on the initial what we call front end, and then generate a ton of additional business, word of mouth referrals on what we call the back end. For example, follow this. What if you and some of your, let's say, top female uh, sales reps on the weekends went out to different areas? And, uh, you know, depending on the climate where you live, in some areas like you during the winter, you're not going to be outside doing flea markets. But wherever the weather's nice, say in the summertime or the springtime, and they have these local flea markets, you could have your top female sales rep, for instance, be rocking a pair of $650 diamond studded earrings, which are on loan, you know, strictly from the company. They're just wearing them for the day. A twenty-five, fifteen to twenty-five hundred dollar diamond set necklace, because you don't want to go overboard, look too gaudy. But you know, or maybe they could rock one of the other twenty-five hundred dollar diamond set necklace and some much less expensive earrings, or a six hundred and fifty dollar pair of earrings and a nice bracelet that would normally retail for three hundred dollars. That your hard cost is say ninety bucks, hundred bucks. Now, here's the point. Have them pick out some of the women who are selling, you know, like knickknacks or fancy jams or uh, anything like that, with the exception of jewelry, because obviously, you know, you, you want to have the jewelry side of things cornered. And have them go over and make a purchase and, quote unquote, basically start a conversation and get into some rapport. And then they ask the magic question to the vendor. You say, now, what's this so called magic question thing, Mark? Now, you veterans already know, but those of you who are new to Mr. Marketing and the Marketing Minute, I'm going to try this out on you right now. You tell me what your honest gut need reaction would be. Is it okay to periodically refer you to business and customers? Ladies and gentlemen, 95 to 99% of the time, provided you're asking that question to individuals or companies you already have an established relationship, this is like a sort of micro you know, thing because they just met these people. So obviously they couldn't have like super serious in-depth relationship with. But the point being, you should be asking this of your current and future vendors. Now, when you get the emphatic yes, because, you know, right now we're still coming out of the COVID pandemic, ladies and gentlemen, small business owners and service providers are looking, they're open is the point, and, and that's where you want them to be. So the point being that your vendors should be open. Oh, some of them will be, not everybody, but some of them will be. So the point is you ask the magic question. The front end is, is it okay to periodically refer you to business and customers? When and only when you get the emphatic yes on the front end, your immediate follow-up backup question is, and by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're currently doing or will have going on in the not-so-distant future, are you okay with return periodically returning the favor? Now, when you get the 95 to 99% of the 
time, if you get a yes on the front end, you'll get a yes on the back end. Now, if they happen to go a step further and say, you know, what do you have in mind? Here's your sort of standard answer. If right then and there you're not able to lay out everything you have in mind, you simply say, yeah, that's a great question. I don't have all the intricate details worked out, but here's what I'd like to do. The moment I have a situation that I think would be mutually beneficial to both of us, I'd like to run it by you. Do I have your permission to do that? Something along those lines, and you should get a yes. It's very non-threatening. Now, think about this. Here's the point, because I'm going to cut to the chase with this. What you offer the uh, this flea market vendor is you find out how much they're paying for, it's not a booth, but their, their spot. Depending on what it is, you say, would you, you know, I was going to say, would you be interested? Well, of you say, how does saving X percent off that fee sound? In other words, let's say I have to pay $200, $75, whatever it is, a half. They're like, well, yeah, you know, what would I have to do? Say, well, first of all, that would be the low end. It could potentially work out that you could get this uh, fee paid uh, 100%. Now you know you got them. Oh, you, you you got them kind of where you want. So, and by now, hopefully, they've gotten the females have gotten a few compliments on either their necklace, their earrings, or the bracelet, or all of them. So they say, "How would you like to get any pointed earrings? How would you like to get a pair of these beautiful diamond set earrings and only have to pay hard costs?" Now. The ones who say yes, because everybody may not be in the plate, but the ones who say yes, you say, well, here's the deal. And they hand them one of your market-tested, two-sided or single-sided uh, index cards. And say side A allows you to enter into a redrawing for a chance to win a $2,500 diamond-studded necklace. And if you have a, uh, a spouse, uh, you know, a husband, or, you know, living significant other or brother or anybody else, you can show this to them. They can enter, and the men, once a month, one guaranteed female winner, local female winner, one guaranteed local male winner, the gentleman will win a $2,500 diamond set, or I'm sorry, $2,500 men's Rolex watch. Now, here's the point you flip the card over and you say, What I'm going to do is put here, in here, you see where it says expiration date? That's a 10 day window, and here's how this works 10 days from now, not 10 business days, whatever, once I look on my calendar, whatever that date is, I'm going to put that in, and that's when this particular offer expires worthless, and here's the way it works. If for whatever reason you decide to come to our shop, and your address is on there, by yourself, you can save 10% off up to $100. Now, that's not very exciting. It's not very sexy, ladies and gentlemen. It's not supposed to be. Then you say, however, you show them, you know, where it says it's on the index card. And this is your wording, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that you use to put on your card. Uh, however, simply for dragging a friend who's at least 18, before this expiration date, you automatically save 40% off or X, you know, depending on what the metrics are for your particular business or service, 40% uh, off up to $1,500. And your guest as long as they join our VIP, you know, you want to make this sound exclusive, opt-in email list before they leave our store, they can save 30% up to $1,000. So it's not quite as good, right? But the point is, it's still good. Now, let me just say a little disclaimer here, because some of you think linearly. What if you don't have opt-in email? Well, A, I think you should get it. But B, then you can have the guest put their name in a fishbowl, print, 
first name, last name, and uh, their best phone number or text number. And the point is, uh, you can do it that way. You have all these names, get a college student, and this is so many a day, they just uh, text a response out to these people. You know, uh, hey, congratulations, you didn't win our, our uh, grand first prize this month. However, for an extremely limited time, you have won an extremely valuable second prize worth X. And that's when they go in. This is in the text now. I'm saying that's when they go into, you know, you simply drag a friend with you and, you know, you say whatever you say. Now, here's the point of that. You let them know, you say, if you're interested, we'll start you off with a hundred of these. And where it says referred by, that's where you put your name. Every one of these who upgrade from a lead to a paying customer, irregardless of what they spend, which means you can give these to friends and families and neighbors and coworkers and employees, whatever you want to do. But the moment you reach 10, from 0, 1 to 10, or X, 1 to 15, it could be 1 to 25, whatever. Get the concept down. Don't get caught up on specific numbers like your major competitors do. But the point is, the moment they reach 10, from uh, the first cut paying customer to the 10, you'll pay them $50 lead or X. Your number could be 25, but it's got to be something, ladies and gentlemen, that's sexy enough to make them want to participate. You know, you can't offer $5 a lead or something like that. This is not going to work. But here's the point. That first, the first 10 customers, it's 10. Customer from customer 11 on, it's double. $100 a lead. Now, here's the point. The first 0 to 10 is X, whatever X is for you, your particular variables. And then it's everything over 10 or everything over 15, you know, whatever your metrics are. Then it's double or 25% more. So, in other words, it could go from 50 to 75. But again, this beats paying for that alligator uh, local billboard ad campaign or running outrageously expensive local primetime radio and TV and newspaper ads. So the, the jeweler is well aware of their total lifetime customer value metrics. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if that's a foreign term to you, I'll, when you are done listening to this particular podcast, I want you to go to your friend Google. I want you to go to YouTube and put in what is lifetime? What is total lifetime customer value? What is lifetime customer value? Watch a couple of videos, read a couple of uh, blog posts, and you should be good to go. Because once you understand that concept, what it's really telling you is how much can you really afford to invest on the initial front end to get a customer? That's why you see internet marketers who once they know, like people, I'm, I'm just thinking specifically of people like. Uh, my friend, coach, and mentor, James McAllister and Russell Brunson, when these people know those metrics, they know how far they can go with the advertising. In other words, if they know they have a $32 spread, they know they can go from a dollar right up to 32 on the initial front end and break even, and they are happy to do that all day long because they have an established, reliable back end of repeat offers and they can get testimonials. I mean, look at me. I'm mentioning my uh, friend, coach, and mentor, James McAllister of jamesmcallisteronline.com. He didn't pay me to do this. He didn't ask me to do it. The point is, this is how you get leverage. And I'm trying to show you how to get leverage. Now, here's the other point. This is why I kind of digress. But here's what I want to try to get you to understand. What do you think is going to happen when this particular vendor reaches 20? Let's say their, their metric is 10. They passed out, and they got to find out what their ratio is. What do you mean, Mark? 
In other words, to get 10 people to actually become a paying customer of the retail jeweler or the retail appliance store, the retail furniture concern, whoever they're doing this sort of JV revenue share arrangement with, they need to know how many of these do they need to pass out on average, say a week or a month. Let's say out of every 100, they pass out 21 people become a paying customer of the jeweler. And again, it, is, it doesn't mean they spend X with the jeweler. It just means they spent something on the initial front end. Here's the point. Now they know they're going to average 21%. In other words, 21 out of every 100 are going to spend money with the jeweler or whoever the retailer is. So mathematically, if they just theoretically gave out 200 in a month, they should get 42 sales. So here's the point. Think about this. Now let's say they're, let's fast forward. They're at $100 a lead now, or it could be $200 a lead. But let's just, you know, I don't want to sound too pine this guy. They have, they're getting paid $100 a lead. In other words, they've already passed the threshold of 10. So the, every sale from 11 on is doubled. In this case, $100 a lead. Simply by doing 10, or let's go with the, the ratio, 21. That's $2,100. Now, the retail jeweler will put them on the payroll as an independent contractor so they can get the taxes and everything take, taken out up front. Now the point is that might be enough money for them to go open a small little retail store instead of just doing flea markets. Or it's enough for them to make rent every month or their mortgage or rent and the car payment, cable and the cell phone. The point being, they could literally use this strategy. I'm talking about the the uh, the vendor who's got the, the the booth. I'm calling it a booth. It's probably just a table at the flea market. They could utilize this strategy and supplement some of their uh, other monthly costs and use the money they make from the flea market as money that they bank to do something else or vice versa. That's why you'd want to know how to utilize a strategy like this, ladies and gentlemen. You see how potentially powerful this is? They could put money every month. You may not realize it, ladies and gentlemen. When you start understanding uh, compound money, they could start a mutual fund for, say, $1,000, and then every month just put $100 in or $200 in. And over time, you know, stock market, it goes up and down uh, like a roller coaster, but over any uh, 20 year period, it's averaged 12% since its inception. Now, some of you will go do the math and go do some research. Oh, Mark, this 20 year period, it only averaged 11.5. And you check beyond that, and you'll see it averages about 12%. But even if it only averages 8%, ladies and gentlemen, this is some incredible uh, wealth building because compound interest doesn't work like simple interest. In fact, if you don't understand the difference, uh, just go to Google and put, uh, I'm sorry, go to Google and put in the difference between compound interest and simple interest, and, and you'll see. But I digress. The point that I'm trying to make here is the retail, in this case, jewelry store owner, could start uh, sequentially and systematically going around to these uh, flea markets and getting one or two vendors each time, one or two in different areas now, one or two vendors each time, and let's say over a six month period to a year, they now have 10 vendors. And remember the 80 20, about 20% of these vendors are going to produce 80% of the revenue. But the point being, they could think about this the vendors themselves, with the, the people who have the, the booth, 
they live somewhere, do they not? They got neighbors. They got current, past neighbors. They have besties. They have uh, potentially siblings, potentially in-laws. They might have employees. They may have vendors. Look at all of this additional exposure. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, I challenge you to go into any non-franchise local in your area and retail jewelry store and here's I 99% of the time here's what you're not going to see inside the store a big giant sign music legend Stevie Wonder couldn't miss that says uh, attention small business owners and attention local small business owners and or service providers exclamation point for an extremely limited time you can save up to 50% off any purchase over uh, $1,500 provided you join our VIP email list. And then in parentheses, uh, you know, smaller print just below that. Your current and future employees, provided they join our list as well, they can save up to 40% simply for dragging a friend. I'm sorry up to 40% on $1,000 simply for dragging a friend with them who's at least 18. I guarantee you won't see a sign like that. Or you can have them drop their card in a fishbowl. Here's the point. You start leveraging these local small business owners, their vendors, current and future, their current and future employees, and all the men and women. Because remember, we like to work off the metric of 25 and 30. Every person, especially local women, know at least 25 local women. And 30% of those uh, women, and perhaps their uh, son, husband, uncle, you know, whatever this other man, father, man in their life is, 30% of them can become customers within 30 to 90 days or less. This is what our running ads people. You understand that? Now, for instance, when I say when you drill down, you get close to your customers. Let's say, because remember, you're trying to find out, uh, you, you want to target the small business owners because there's far more leverage. You understand? They're coming in contact with far more people. What I was going to say is that small business owner or service provider, guess what? They have two birthdays, their physical birthday every year and the anniversary of their business when it was started, you know, that date. You can leverage those. You could send a, a cake to them at, uh, you know, either their birthday or their wedding anniversary. Can't forget that. Or the anniversary of their business. I mean, stop and think about it. If you get known as a retail jeweler who sends a cake over to the florist every year for, you know, their their business's uh, anniversary date of when they started. And the current employees and the future employees and their current and future customers get wind of this. And, of course, the florist and everybody who currently works in the shop. Now, you hook the florist up, the owner, meaning more than you do the employees, but you hook them all up. So the florist is rocking a $2,500 diamond-studded necklace that she got at cost. And as long as she or he stays on the your opt-in email list once a year annually, they get to come in, provided they drag a friend. And they can save 30% off any purchase up to $1,500. Again, that's as long as they stay on your list. Ladies and gentlemen, this type of word of mouth and mouth, mouse, pardon me, can it literally explode your long-term profits for pennies on the dollar. Now, let me just kind of loop back. I mentioned Mark Lee. 
in this uh, kind of international media conglomerate thing he's involved in. He wants me to come on this new show that he's done. And one of his partners, uh, another gentleman named Nick, who has another type of show, Nick also wants me to come on his show. So it looks like I have the opportunity to get some major exposure here from two different venues. And again, think about the leverage. You go on, speak once. It gets recorded. It gets archived. And in fact, ladies and gentlemen, they've got something going on with Roku. Roku, pardon me, don't ask me what. But it, it involves Roku, and they're going to be monetizing via Roku. This is a little further down the road. But the point is, I'm getting my foot in the door. This is what we mean by leverage and marketing visibility, ladies and gentlemen. So, on that note, I hope, ladies and gentlemen, I hope uh, this has been a, a, a wise investment of your time on your part. If so, a couple of things, some housekeeping before you head off to your day and hopefully make a bunch of money and do a testimonial for me. And that's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to start mentioning this more often. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you're actually implementing some of this stuff and seeing results, it doesn't have to be over the top, but something that you feel like you want to share, you create a video for me. You can mention the name of your company or your service. And you, know, you don't have to make the video available to the general public on YouTube. You, know, you can make it private, but the point is you send me the link. I will start embedding these videos in future blog posts giving you marketing leverage so you be sure and when you're over at my blog ladies and gentlemen make sure you read a blog post you share it that way there you know the search engines pick up on it I get more exposure and as you put you know your videos get uh, published on my uh, future blog post you're getting free exposure for as long you know as my blog is around so having said that a couple of things first of all Ladies and gentlemen, if you got value out of this or any other episode that I put out to this point, please, I, you know, gladly accept your referrals. Please feel free to share this with anybody you know who's serious about growing your business or service for literally pennies on the dollar. Now, here's the other thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. And I want you to read at least three blog posts. Three separate blog posts in three separate categories. If there's a video in there, especially one of mine, watch it at least twice. If there is a uh, podcast episode embedded in it, listen to it at least twice. You don't have to do this all in one day. But the point is, and, and the other thing, speaking of uh, podcasts, ladies and gentlemen, head over to Spotify.com. Find the Marketing Minute, Mark Newsom, N-E-W-S-O-M-E, and listen to, you know, scroll down through the different titles. Whichever one jumps out at you first, listen to it. Provided you think it's worth it, please give me a five-star rating because this helps move me up in the, the algorithms and more people can get exposed to the marketing minute. Now, here's the other thing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know of any non-franchise, retail appliance center owners, retail furniture concerns, retail jewelry store owners, you simply for being the bridge, the go-between, you introduce us any JV revenue share arrangement I put together on the front end, I will gladly cut you in. I normally work off what's a twenty, uh, what's called a twenty-five percent performance basis, meaning 
We'll figure out where they are right now, and every dollar I bring them in over that that they clearly didn't have, they will compensate me 25%. I'm glad to cut you in half for the lifetime of that arrangement, meaning as long as it's it's going on, you get compensated in some way. But I keep 100% of the back end, and there's a strategy for you, entrepreneur. You could be doing the same thing. You and I don't need each other, but we can work together. Now, I hope you can appreciate that. And the other thing is, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a podcast that's entrepreneurial based and you're proactively looking for guests, if you honestly feel like the uh, skills and experience that I'm bringing to the table would be beneficial to your tribe, your audience, I'd love to be a guest on your show. I don't care how big or large your audience is. So on that note, Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and yes, entrepreneur, I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly for another exciting and, oh, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, one other thing, if you like what you heard and you'd like to hire me as your own personal marketing consultant, my rates are just $250 an hour. However, you and I could jump on Zoom for 15 minutes and do a 15-minute, what I like to call, uh, power session. We'll take up one issue. We'll get after it. You're absolutely positively under no obligation whatsoever. Although, ladies and gentlemen, I am looking for clients who are looking for me. But a much better bang for your buck. Instead of doing a one and done, in other words, investing $250 for an hour, you know, you get the Zoom recording and hopefully, you know, you play it back and, and ideas will just keep jumping out at you. You could do prepay three hours up front, $750. I throw in a bonus hour, which makes that a $750, I mean, excuse me, a $1,000 value. You get the links. And we try to sequentially build off, you know, each thing that we do. And let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. Once you invest in a three-hour uh, package and you get the bonus hour, if you can't move off center with the stuff I'm going to be sharing with you in four hours, Entrepreneur, we're simply just not a match. Okay? Nobody walking the planet is right for everybody, ladies and gentlemen, and you and I are no exceptions. So, here's the other thing. When you're over at my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com, here's what I want you to do. I want you to download my free nine-page special report, which is really talking about this concept of back-end marketing, which is just so powerful to just blow your mind. And you also get a free... 22-part sequential follow-up email series called the Small Business Marketing Mastery Series. This is a $97 value. This is my way, free gift to saying, hey, welcome to the inner circle. But here, I said I'd like to say this, ladies and gentlemen. If you download, I'm sorry, when you download the free nine-page special report and you start going through the sequential follow-up email messages, if for whatever reason you simply decide is simply not for you, Please feel free to unsubscribe anytime you wish for whatever reason you like, and you and I can still be friends. On that note, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and yes, entrepreneur, I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. And remember, entrepreneur. It's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.